Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben, and once again, I'm here with Lucy. Hello. Hey. I'm on a hot streak now. You are? Yeah. Just the two of us <laughs> for several episodes. Mm. Adel's getting frozen into a block of ice yeah, I'm in the it northern like wastelands. Minus 30 over there not long ago. <laughs> like, he, may, he may just be a block of ice and ready to thaw out in summer. Who knows? He, that's it. He's he's sort of hibernating, getting ready for all of his you know his big juicy IPAs, yes. his double IPAs and stuff. That's what it is. Yes. He just doesn't want any other nuanced flavour whatsoever. <laughs> he just um, had one sip of a uh, imperial stout just before he went into <laughs> cryogenic chamber and then just, just like sustained him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like twenty five percent. Nice. Mm. That will probably see you through a winter, especially <laughs> if you're not doing very much. Mm. But he is doing a lot. But that's true. He is. And we miss you. Come back, Adol. Yes. Maybe talk about some weird strategy games. Or <laughs> <laughs> we'll just drop the puns yeah. and run away. That's it. Yes, uh, Lucy. Mm. As every week, we're going to be drinking some beers. What are you going to drink? Are. I am going to start off with a orange whip beer from Brew by Numbers. Um, it's four point five percent. Let's see if there's any flavour text. Um, style whip beer recipe: orange juice and zest. Um, brewer's note: a Belgian-style wheat beer brewed with fruit. And there's not much else. Yeah. Uh, best served at five to eight degrees. That's pretty much it. Straightforward. How about you? Nice. What are you drinking? Um, I was almost, I was almost going to match you with the brew by numbers, but I think I might start with um, a Gypsy Hill, a brewery mm. that you've had a couple of in the last few episodes. Um, so yeah, decided to um, to pick one up. I've gone for the Roma. It's a session IPA, four point two percent. Uh, very suave-looking guy, yeah, they are wandering quite down the beach. Suave, aren't they? On, mm. on that, he is. Let's have a look. What does it say? Roma is a session-strength New England-style IPA, starring Nelson Sauvon and Eldorado hops with Lalman's New England yeast esters. Goes well with fresh breeze and bright ideas. So that's good because I'm in a garage, so there's definitely a breeze. Mm. Uh, drink it and talk to people. That's what it said on the last oh. one, wasn't it? Well, we're doing that. We are doing yeah. that. It's exactly what we're doing. Uh, it gives you a, a little bit of the um, the ingredients as well. Um, so the yeast is, I guess it's Lalmond. Lalmond, any? I don't think I've uh, heard of that one. Well, is it Lalmond? I don't know. There's an E right in the middle of it, which mm-hmm. makes it very confusing. Uh, the malts, low colour, oats, caragold Vienna and dextrin. The bittering hops are magnum. And the aroma hops and Nelson Sove on Eldorado Summer. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what it was. 4.2%. I'll crack this one open. How's that first brew by numbers? 
Yeah, immediately you can smell the orange zest. Um, yeah. On the aroma, um, it's it's quite prickly smell and it's almost sour, um, mm. just from the smell. Tasting it, it's very light. Uh, it's four point five percent. Tastes even lighter than that. It tastes probably like three percent. Um, okay. Not in a bad way in terms of um, flavor or just in terms of the lightness of the body and the mouthfeel. Um, it's very smooth as well. It's really nice. It's the perfect beer for like a nice summer day. Yeah. Um, it was actually uh, pretty decent weather today uh, in yes. England. And um, I had a blue moon at mm. lunch. And I was like, I was very nice in the sun, having a nice whipped beer. I just wanted to see this and see how it compares. But yeah, it's I really like blue moon. Um, and this is pretty much the same classical whipped beer. It's got slightly salty taste. It's very light. It's very fruity, very estery. Mm. Um, all the all the qualities that you imagine for a whipped beer. But yeah, it's really nice. Um, it's quite hazy as well. Yeah, I was, was yeah. going to m- m- remark on that. I, I expected it to be very clear. Yeah, me too. Definitely. But yeah, it's really hazy, but just tastes like a classic whipped beer and it's, it's very light on the palate and you could easily knock back a few of these in the sun Maybe good yeah. nice and as you say it was a nice day today so perfect beer to roll into your evening with mm, um, just a side note definitely getting a lot of that orange as well in the flavour mm. as well as the aroma mm. nice good good um earlier this afternoon to take advantage of the sun I did have a beer from uh, Bude Bude Brewing or is it Bude Brewery I can't remember I think exactly which one hmm. um, I cannot remember what beer it was <laughs> but it was just right for finishing yeah. work and just chilling out in the garden first time we've actually kind of used the garden in the new place mm. so yeah well, it yeah, didn't take you good... long did it <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been in now? Nearly two weeks. Yeah. yeah Usually it's yeah. like six months before the summer shows up in this country. I know. Well, mm. that's what we kind of expected when we moved. It was you know, <laughs> hammering it down for most of it. Then there was the old threatening of snow as well over the uh, over the weekend. So yeah, we've done quite well. Yeah. We've done quite well. Uh, but my sort of nice day light sort of drinking beer rolls very well. Uh, into the evening with this Roma. That's that's such an easy drinking beer. There's that mm. slight bitterness. Um, was it Magnum? They said the bittering hop was. Uh, there is that slight bitterness that runs through. And I like a good bitter IPA. It's one of the qualities that I kind of look for. Uh, but it's so light. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're getting this this light hint of citrus, this slight hint of fruit just in the background. Mm. Uh, there's kind of a, a little bit of a piney... Almost a, not quite resinous, but more of a sort of a piney kind of note to it as well. But that bitterness, it's, it comes in straight in the fall. Yeah. And it runs okay. through mm. as you're, as you're kind of experiencing those, those few different flavours. And it leaves you quite dry, but the bitterness lingers just a little bit mm. as well. Um, unlike yours, it's very clear. Yeah. Uh, a nice sort of very very light straw colour 
Um, quite carbonated, uh, but very refreshing. Even with that more sort of piney uh, kind of note to it. Yeah. It's it's. I'm doing well on my beers the last couple of episodes, <laughs> but it's one that I think I'm going to sink this quite quickly, yeah. and it would be very easy just to roll straight into another one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's what I found a lot with um, Gypsy Hills beer. They do quite a lot of like session IPAs and pale ales. And they're mm. really drinkable, really quaffable. It's just like, could easily knock back several of those without even batting an eyelid. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Like, where are Gypsy Hill? They're a London based brewery, aren't they? Mm hmm. I think so. Yes, 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 yes. Brewed and packaged at Unit 11, Hamilton Road, Industrial Estate, London. Yeah. yeah. SE27. I've got nowhere. Southeast somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> despite, being no, 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 despite being born there, I have no idea what's. The I don't go to those places. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll stay away. We'll stay away yeah. from London. Great We've got beer, good enough beer everywhere know. else. Yeah. I, I beer that we can get here. Beer, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, let's enjoy these. Let's talk about mm. some games. We're probably going to talk about the same game. Yeah, for once. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to start? I think because we both finished it, haven't we? Mm. Took us a... Hot minute to finish, though. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Nice. Yeah. The game is called Minute, spelled M-I-N-I-T. Mm. Um, it's a game by, I think it's like former Vlambia devs. I don't think they actually have like a team. I think it was just like a, a group of like three friends coming together and making this game. Yeah, I think it's, I, I can't remember everybody's name, but mm. I think it's four people. Oh, four um, people, yeah. One of which is... Uh, one half of Vlambeer. Vlambeer mm. were two guys, weren't they? And and this is one of those. Um, someone who'd worked on um, Horizon Zero Dawn. All right, okay. Um, someone else who did some music. Yeah. And someone else. Yes. I'm going to find out who <laughs> these people are whilst you mm. talk about how much you enjoyed the game. Yeah, it's published by <laughs> Devolver Digital, so that's probably easier to look up um, if you're interested in buying this game. Um, it has a very Devolver style, very classical looking, um, pixelated kind of look. Um, mm. It's probably, yeah, I wouldn't even call it 8 bit, it's like 4 bit. It reminds me of them. Um, it, it's it's 1 bit. Yeah, I think. 1 bit. Like, yeah. like, if you could imagine, it's sort of, it's black and white, so it's sort of, you know, kind of looks like Undertale, kind of mm. looks like. Definitely a, has that vibe. Yeah, old school. Uh, Game Boy game or a Tamagotchi game or something like that. It, it's mm. very, it's very low poly, <laughs> let's say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's basically evoking the style of old school adventure games, um, having to, you know, explore around a certain open world, not really open, but slightly open world, and mm -hmm. acquire. Um, items and skills to unlock further places uh, in the open world and yep um but the general conceit of the game the uh, main mechanic is that you only have 60 seconds uh before you die and then you are returned back to your starting place i.e um your house or later on in the game you unlock new places where you can um respawn from so it's basically having to 
do as much as you can in 60 seconds. It's sort of like a... It's like a micromanaging roguelike game when you're having to... Like, <laughs> every 60 <laughs> seconds you're like, okay, um, got to do this, I've got to do that to get to here, to get to that. And the thing is, it doesn't exactly stack. It's not like it, all your... Um, progress is reset so you have to keep doing the same things over and over so once you find like one item one particular item like the one of the first items that you find is um what is one of the first items that you find the uh, the gardening glove yes the gardening glove which does it helps you it allows you to cut down trees that's the one but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> i only played this game like yesterday as well yeah that beer is killing my memory. But um, yeah, the gardening gloves. So once you've unlocked the gardening gloves, it's not like you have to go through the same steps to unlock it again. Those are mm-hmm. permanently in your inventory and you can always use it on future runs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think it does very well at giving you a sense of, of progress and achievement mm. You know, in that, in that minute. And I kind of don't feel that that minute, you know, the death at the end is... You know something to to fear. Yeah, I think it's almost like a second chance. Mm, it allows yeah. you to explore. It allows you to sort of experiment with the with the little puzzles, um, with with working out where everything is. And I found myself very quickly as I was playing through building up the map in my mind. Yeah, and you know working out once I'd got say the gardening glove and I could cut down trees. Mm-hmm. Suddenly another route opened up and actually I could get between sort of like the two, the caravan, which is the second house and your, your starting yeah. house within about 15 seconds. Yeah. So finding out all of these little routes allows you to kind of do a little bit more on each run mm. and it opens up a little bit more. Um, you find, I guess um, that with doing a little bit more on each run that, you know, it's a bigger sense of achievement. You're feeling a bit more powerful, yeah. uh, but uh, it's, it, it just keeps you going. Yeah, there's that, that it's always 60 second dangling loop. a carrot in front of mm, you, right in mm. front of you. Yeah, for sure. Rather than a rather than a hindrance, it it, it does feel almost like a reset. Mm. Like you know, you've got a second chance to yeah. try something out or do something else. Okay, yeah. the sixty seconds wasn't there. You could just keep plugging at it and and hitting it and stuff. But it kind of does enough on each of those runs too, as you say it resets some of the world so it will put boxes back in place that you've mm-hmm. moved previously or the trees will have grown again so you've got to chop them down once again yeah. to be able to c- progress and stuff so there's barriers and things in your way mm-hmm. to you know maybe cut a second or two off what you're able to do yeah but nothing ever felt uh cruel no no not at all yeah it, it, as you say it's always a constant uh, learning curve, like as you say, if there's a tree, if there's four trees in your way, and they're all different heights, maybe the first time you start hacking down the tallest tree, and that's obviously mm. going to take more time. But then on the second and third run, you're like, okay, maybe I should chop down the shortest tree, and that will make it uh, much quicker to get through that path. Um, yeah, there's always, a, I think, the progress. What I was fearful of when I started the game was that it would take several runs for me to think that I'm making any progress. Yeah, but it's immediate. It's immediate. You immediately unlocking new items, finding new screens, um, which are different parts of the world and everything. I think there's probably probably about 150 screens or something like different screens. Mm. So it's not a huge map, but there's a lot of depth to each one. There's a lot of secrets, a lot of puzzles that 
that only through exploration you're actually going to stumble across these things and the genius thing about only giving you 60 seconds is that there's always that kind of like adrenaline rush to get to that place to see if you can unearth those secrets in enough yeah, time definitely. before buying. So, as I say, it's always dangling that carrot in front of you, and you just press to go on every single time. Um, I think you finished it um, in just over an hour. Yeah, so I like th- sixty runs. I th- yeah, well, I think it was uh, sixty-three minutes mm-hmm. and sixty-eight runs, but. That was only with about thirty four thirty five percent completion yeah. on the items, yeah, um so my first run through was just a here's my bearings, I'm not exploring a huge amount, you know there's lots of stuff, mm-hmm. absolutely tons of stuff I didn't discover uh, on this run or on my first run yeah. through my first um completion of the game uh you know it it was kind of just here are the main items, I mm-hmm. suppose, to be able to progress through yeah. to get to the end of the game. Uh, because there's lots of extra items that, that you know you don't need to yeah to finish progress it, yeah. and things so. yeah because yeah on my first playthrough um, I was still investigating and exploring probably up to I don't know two hours and then I yeah. finally beat it so just because I wanted to explore and it's like Oh yeah, the, okay, here's the, uh, well, the general, well, I'll say the general story, it's basically, you're some, you look like a duck, basically. I think mm, this is the, man. yeah, I think this is the uh, prequel to dunk, Duck Hunt, because <laughs> you're, you're a duck and you have a pet dog, and something obviously turned in between them two, and then sequel. Yeah, something went sour. Yeah, yeah mm. definitely. But you uh, find a sword at the very start of the game. And the sword is cursed, and that's why you respawn after every, after every sixty seconds. And you're basically trying to get to a factory that dis- that manufactures swords. Um, it's not really yes. a very deep lore to this game, but that's that, <laughs> that's the idea. Um, so yeah, you, at the very start, I was like, oh, okay, and do this and do that, and then I found, oh, I'm at the certain point where I can go to the factory. I've got enough items, I've got enough things. And then I can destroy it mm. and beat the game. But I was like, oh, but wait, this NPC said this about that treasure over there. How how do I get to that? Oh, I need some coins for some sneakers so I can run faster. I only have five coins out of seven. There's mm. got to be more coins around here. Um, so I kept on doing, like, the side quests. Yeah. Um, that are not crucial to beating the game, but if if you want to get 100% or, you know, get a few more achievements, or just have... I wasn't even doing it for the achievements, it was just the thrill of exploring that world and mm. uncovering things. I did that, and eventually I beat the game in two hours. But there's yeah. also... I think I had about 60% of things uncovered. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you started a second playthrough, didn't you? I did. Um, there's a, there's another uh, mode called Second Run, which changes the game up a little bit, um, makes it more difficult, um, puts things in different places from the first run through. So, uh, for instance, the thing that I was stuck on, the thing that 
took me you know a good 15 minutes and actually i turned to twitter to moan about it um, <laughs> and i tell you I, I, i'll jump in now so the, the people who make the game because mm-hmm. they tweeted back at me um so 50 percent of lambert that person is jan willem nijman i apologize mm-hmm. if i butchered your name uh, also kitty kalis yukio kaleo who made the music mm-hmm uh, who also done things like uh, Nuclear Throne, Luftrausers, Celeste B-Sides. Yeah, and yeah the, the, the soundtrack is quite sparse, I think, but I it, actually yes. like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. used very well mm-hmm. as well. Um, and the fourth person was Dominic Johan, who did art and design. Mm-hmm. So they're the, the, the four people who have uh, developed this game. Um, but um, Jan Nijman, he tweeted me back and sort of CC'd in, if you like, um, Mary the Ghost... A Twitter account yeah. for Mary the Ghost, <laughs> wow. who gives you tips on Twitter if you're stuck in oh, this game. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, very, very yeah. cool. Because she's uh, an NPC in the game. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Brilliant way of using social media to help <laughs> with, uh, you know, a game that's full of secrets. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so this this thing I was bashing my head against for about 15 minutes um, was um, some crabs. One of the first things you have to do is to defeat some crabs. Mm-hmm. And there's only five of them, but uh, as an example of the difficulty of second run, I could only find four. Okay. And I was bashing my kind of my head against the TV, trying <laughs> to work out, and I thought I'd looked at almost every single screen I possibly could in that early part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, for the the tip gave it away instantly. I instantly knew where it was after the um, after the tip from the Twitter account, uh, and I just thought, how did I how did I miss it? Mm. You know, um, and on my second run, whilst it is more brutal, uh, you've got one life as well, um, so you get one hit and you that's your run over. You've got to start yeah. again, going yeah, wherever you're cause, going. Because there is a some combat in the game. You do have the sword. And yes, it's very simplified. It's just press A to like. Slash sword, yeah. Yeah. There's a few mini boss battles, nothing complex, nothing hard, but yeah, a few few things that you have to slash your sword at. Yeah, and on second run, there's enemies where there weren't enemies previously. Mm-hmm. You know, it just ups the difficulty, essentially. Uh, but I managed to finish my second run. Um, I can't remember exactly the playtime, but I on that one I had about sixty percent completion because i thought i know there's a lot more to this game Mm -hmm. i kind of i want to explore a little bit more and i i explored and explored and explored and explored and there's a section where you have to go on a boat for a little journey and because of the change in difficulty on your second run i could not get to the place i wanted to get within the time limit it just i just don't think it's possible so i kind of gave up on that run trying to explore everything um and actually i'm currently about halfway through my third run at the moment and i've absolutely blasted Mm. through so (laughs) i've the game came out two days ago yeah and i'm already on my third playthrough of it it's it i mean it just draws you in kind Mm. of like the characters the world you know the the one bit graphics and the music everything just keeps you wanting to you know go over that 60 second loop again uh, the pacing of the game is, is fantastic just to keep mm-hmm. you going the characters trying to look for npcs and, and 
do mini quests and side quests and all of that sort of stuff. It, it's just very well, very well made. Yeah, and um, even though, you know, it's probably, you'll probably get, what, three, four hours out of the game after your third yeah. run? I mean, it's completely worth it. I think it's uh, seven ninety nine on console and six ninety nine on Steam. So Yes, that's right, yeah. Yeah, but fully recommend it. Is it on Switch? No, it'd be oh. the perfect thing for Switch. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 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 It does seem like a missed <laughs> opportunity. Yeah, and to be honest, I don't know anything about game development, but it can't be too hard to port this game to the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine how many little 60-second runs you can get in whilst you're sat on the toilet? That's probably why they didn't put it on Switch. It'd be like... <laughs> I've just wiped off and I finished the game. <laughs> yeah. That's it, done. Yeah. In one sitting. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I think the speed run I've seen is like 25 minutes. There's obviously oh. going to be quicker than that, I'm sure. Somehow. But I think the quickest I've seen is 25 minutes. Yeah, having a um, having a quick nose at the, at the trophies... Mm-hmm. Um, because as I was playing through my first run, you know, trophies were just popping left and right. Yeah. Uh, on my second run, I got a couple as well for a bit of the exploration that I was doing. Things. So I thought, I'll have a look and see what the hidden trophies are and all of those things. And there is a trophy for beating the game in a certain amount of runs. Okay. Um, and that's that's going to be the hard thing. <laughs> that's going to be the yeah. really, really difficult I think I've, uh... achievement to, uh, to get. <laughs> I think I've had my... Fill of the game, I think I got about 50% of the achievements. I will go mm. back just to see, just just to know what, like, the secrets are, because I think I've, um, yeah. you know, like, banged my head against the wall enough, like, to try and find everything, but I'm just at that point where it's like, okay, I need help now. And yeah. I, might just, <laughs> I might just look at, uh, like, Reddit forums or something like that. After yeah, or go weeks. to Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to check out Mary the Ghost now. Mm. That sounds cool. Mm. I wish I'd known that um, when I just couldn't get, wrap my head around how to do one thing, which I went for. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's it's. I think I'm like you um, in that I probably had my fill of it, but I want to go back and look at those yeah. secrets. So this third run, you know, if it takes me a week to do. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be a hundred percent sort of like completion run, I think, for me, just so I've experienced everything that this game yeah. can um, yeah. can give me. Because I found that I, when I started looking after at the achievements after I'd finished it, uh, I was looking at things. It's like, oh, I did that, and I, it was just like I inadvertently stumbled upon that. It was just, mm. the, <laughs> it's just like. I never thought that would be achievement. I was just messing about. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was. It's like great. <laughs> well, it's kind of. I guess it's one of those where they can have fun with that because mm-hmm. they, they, you know, the game's not long. Mm. You don't get a, a, a you don't get a trophy for completing a level and then moving to the next one as you do in sort of like a lot of story based games, or yeah. you don't get a, a trophy for. You know, picking up a key item or something like that. So they could they could look at all of these and just think. What would be funny or stupid to do, or what would what would be an achievement? You know, there's a couple of um, a couple of sort of like world things, exploration, mm-hmm. but pick up an item and take it back somewhere, stuff like that. That you know is quite difficult to do, and you've got to know your routes and your paths through the world to be able to to yeah. do it. 
and it is an achievement. It's it's you know it is exactly what it's mm. what it's meant to be. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really it's just one of those games that just scratches that itch because after the game that I am going to talk about after I finished that, I was like, oh, I'm not in the mood to play anything, and then I started that, mm. and then. All day at work the next day, I was like, I want to go back and play it. I'm itching to play yeah. it. I was like, ooh, I, I think <laughs> I know where to go now. I think I know what yes, to do. Yes, yes, exactly. One pixel. I know what it is now. <laughs> yeah. Completely. I was mm. I was up super early this morning. Yeah. Um, we had a bad baby night. She just didn't, mm. didn't want to settle, didn't really want to go to sleep. So uh, we had a bad night. I got a little bit more sleep than Kim. So... At um at six o'clock, which is the time that we set ourselves that that's the time Evelyn's allowed to come downstairs. Mm. You know, even if she's up before that, we try and get her back to sleep, try and you know keep her down. But six o'clock in the morning, so it rolls around, and Kim went, "I'm absolutely fucked." Can you you know? And Kim normally <laughs> gets up with her at six, yeah, because I normally stay up late just in case she needs you know, because she's shit at sleeping. Um, <laughs> so I got up with her at six this morning. And I brought her downstairs. And I, I made her a bottle. I sat her in front of Bing. And I'm kind of edging my way out the door to go to the, the PlayStation because I've thought of the next thing that mm. I need to do or the next screen. I've worked out the puzzle in my head kind of overnight uh, what I need to do next. It, it does. It draws you in. Yeah. It keeps you, keeps you there really, really well. And I think if Cycle 28 hadn't have got me out of the the gaming funk i think this would have been another game which would yeah. have very easily got me out of it for sure uh, and it, it it seems you know having that 60 second countdown it seems like a daunting mechanic but um i'm currently writing a review for it and i think i've used the word freeing about <laughs> seven times liberating yes there you go. yes maybe That's i'll go in and change them a couple yeah. of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> good uh, what what's the other game you've been playing Ooh. Ooh, suspenseful. Shall we crack open another beer? Yeah, go on. Because I smashed that whip beer down. Good. In record time. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I shall crack open another Brew by Numbers beer. And it's the Grape Double IPA. Ooh, mm. Grape. Yes, I should say, this is the 5507. Uh, the one before that, for the listeners, just in case they ever rock upon it and they, I don't know, some kind of savant and remember these numbers, uh, the whip beer <laughs> was 0707. Mm, mm. But yes, this double IPA, uh, great double IPA, it's 9%, best served again at 5 to 8 degrees. Um, yeah. Recipe. Grape with citra and Halatau blank hops. It is a double IPA. Yep, grape, yep. Brewer's note, fermented with white grape juice. I wonder if this is going to taste like wine, and I wonder if I'm going to like it. Mm, mm. It's got that slight mm. sort of sourness and sharpness that Mm. um, that, that white wine has, which, which does pull me away from it. It's almost... What was it I had? Was it last week or the week before when I had the the saison from Brasserie de la Seine? Yeah, it was very vinous, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Hopefully, it's 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 more like that. It doesn't, you know, 
take the the bad bits of wine. I can't <gasps> imagine why it would. But it's your your two brew by numbers are in bottles, and that's the only time I've ever seen brew by numbers in bottles. Uh, but my beer <coughs> is the brew by numbers DDH Pal number two, five point eight percent, and it's in a can. It's the first brew by numbers beer I've ever seen in a can, so I had to pick it up. Uh, it's five hundred ml can at that as well. It's only 5.8%, so it's not a big, big boy. It's a little big boy. But that's fine. Doesn't all fit in this glass, because there's a giant head in it. What's your beer look like, Lucy? Ooh, yeah. Full-on tropical flavours on the aroma straight away. Mmm. Not getting a slight bit of grape. Yeah, it reminds me of when you have like wine in a bag. You know, <laughs> you know those bags. Yeah. yeah. Or is it wine? Or is it some kind of maybe cordial or something? I don't know. Wine the, the, in a bag. Yeah, the fancy ones that you get out of the bag and it has its little tap. Yes. Yeah. It normally come in a box with a bag inside. Yeah. 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 It smells like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it can definitely. A, bit of vinous qualities in the smell. Mm, mm. Just having looks it looks almost similar to the the previous one but rather than hazy it almost looks sort of murky. Yeah, definitely it looks like pond water in the nicest possible way. <laughs> um, yeah, you can it's it's not completely opaque. It is just slightly murky. I can still see my hand through the uh, glass. Yeah, yeah. I can still see the light coming from behind you a little mm. bit. So yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of its taste, alcohol you can taste it like straight away, but then mm. it quickly dissipates, okay. and then you have a little bit of warming um, in your stomach afterwards. But it's just very inviting. I think it's the fruit to take another sip. It, I mean. At the start, I'd say, yeah, this this seems like a, you know, high ABV beer, but the middle and the end, apart from that warming sensation, it's very light. It's very it's very light body. There's not a lot of sweetness um, from the alcohol either. Take another sip. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that 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 kind of like that alcohol. Mm. Nature to it, you know, disappears quite quickly. Yeah, there's a little bit of carbonation, a little bit of hoppiness at the start as well, just offsetting that alcohol as well. But yeah, it's really light, mm. really light-bodied. Yeah, this is a top-notch double IPA. You you mm -hmm. you you wouldn't be able to tell, apart from that warming sensation at the end and the bright punch of alcohol at the start from the middle to most of the end just tastes like a very 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 light beer nice mm. good yeah very nice awesome awesome another good beer from yeah Rumbai th numbers. this is gonna That's... go down far too quickly also yeah so. <laughs> yeah um this ddh pale ale number two <coughs> i instantly got some sort of you know 
fruity mm-hmm. yep. notes off of the smell. Um, it's 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 opaque. It's it's a little hazy. There's a little bit of carbonation there to it as well. Mm. Um, you know, it it is that kind of. I don't know. It's a hard a hard color to describe. It's not straw. It's not amber. It's kind of a little bit golden. Mm. Um, it is that kind of what you expect. A little bit of orange yep. in there as well from the the, the coloring, but. Flavor-wise, you're definitely getting those those tropical fruits, but it it feels kind of pared back a little bit. It's not a big fruit flavor. Mm-hmm. The fruits are coming through, but it's almost a little not watered down, but just mm. tempered, yeah. perhaps. Uh, you know, they've obviously tried to balance the fruits, so you're getting little bits of everything I can almost get a little bit of stone fruit in there there's a little bit of kind of tropical maybe it's a slight sourness to it mm. a little bit of grapefruit perhaps maybe a little bit of something more like melon rather than grapefruit perhaps but okay. um, I don't think I described I, but I think the you know you don't get much information um, but the hops are citra summit aquanaut laurel and mosaic um, what is interesting is on the can, uh, rather than being sort of you know printed on the bottom of it, it does tell you um, on the label itself that it was canned on the first of February two thousand and eighteen, <coughs> and it's best before the first of June two thousand and eighteen. So yeah, interesting that they're putting that on the the label, yeah, almost you know um, where the flavour text would kind of be, I guess. Yeah, there's it's the same on the bottles. They say when it was uh, bottled, best before. Yeah, mm. yeah. It, however, on the can, you don't get a temperature. Mm. Oh dear. You've decided to you know, that. leave yeah. that one off. Oh well. Mind oh, well. But it's. Oh, it's. Uh, oh, I'm not sure I said it. It's also number 4202. Yeah. Um, but it's easy to drink. I mean, in the flavour, there's mm. a little bit of. Again, you know, I say there's a bit of orange in the colour, but it almost feels like there's a slight bit of orange as well. Mm poking through in that flavour. There's a lot of fruits in this, uh, but maybe just tempering them back, it's just allowing each of them to kind of come out at a different part during the flavour. Mm. Um, it's not as dry as I kind of expected it to be. You know, my mouth's dried out because I've been talking a lot about the beer, but <laughs> I'm not instantly kind of supping away at it, trying to you know bring no, the flavour yeah, back. Yeah. That's, what, um, it, it, that's what I found about it, is what I, I did... Have the I'm sure it's the number one. Just trying to check, but I mm. had the number one. I wasn't crazy about it. it. Didn't blow my socks off, but it was a yeah. well balanced, um, you know, beer. It, you know, nothing offensive about it. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I think I'd say something similar about this. It's 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 well balanced. Uh, it's not a huge. It's not a big flavour. Um, it's it's maybe not quite as refreshing as the uh, as the Roma from Gypsy mm. Hill, but there's a lot of flavour going on. There's a hell of a lot of flavour. Those 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 different fruits are all poking through at different times, you know, from the fore to the mid and into the end. So yeah, really well balanced, and it does yeah. showcase a lot of those fruits. So yeah, mm. I had the mm. uh, number one. Yeah, last week. Be interesting to see what the difference is yeah, between the I number one and the number mm. two. It's just a slight uh, amendment to, you know, maybe the the quantity of hops that are going in, rather than say the actual Possibly. hops themselves. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. because 
for something that was double dry hopped, I thought it would just be like be full of flavour. Mm. And the flavour was a bit more subdued for me, which isn't a bad thing, of course. But um, when I see double dry hopped, I don't know if it's just the fallacy of what double dry hopped is. I mean, if you've got no benchmark, I mean, what's determined by how much hops is put into a normal? Um, yeah, like, sure. You know, Mm. Once, once hopped beer, but yeah, when it says DDH on it, I'm just like, yeah, I want powerful, like a punch. Yeah, a punch. Mm. I didn't necessarily get it with that. Yeah, I guess it depends which hop <coughs> they've used as the as the dry hop. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it could be something a little bit lighter, something that maybe you know it is double dry hopped, but actually that dry hopping rather than punching you with flavour, it. it balances out sort of maybe a couple of the bigger hops mm. that are going on or something like that so it's a part of the the, the craft of, of brewing that um that we don't know no not a clue it's <laughs> known by about 10 people yeah well probably hundreds of people no just 10 just 10 yeah. that's it <laughs> only people that work at brew by numbers mm. high praise <laughs> 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 what well, i don't necessarily have high praise for is the game I'm going to talk about next? Ooh. Ooh. It is A Way Out. Oh, shit. You didn't like it. I thought you were about to choke on your beer because you were like, oh, my <laughs> God, Lucy played a co-op game? Ooh, well, God. that as well. You did yeah. play it with uh, with MC Fixer. Yes, so, um, uh, twitch.tv slash MC Fixer. Patreon.com slash MC Fixer. Shameless <laughs> nice. plug for him. Yeah. Um, bless it's not, him. It's not, sh- it's not shameless. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, quite the opposite. Yeah, because bless him, he, he played it before with his other half, and then um, yeah, he said uh, he he basically realised that it was like a solar eclipse, and I actually wanted to play a co-op game, so mm-hmm. he was like, you know, this is a very special event. Yeah, do um, it. He played it with me. Used. Um, his uh, his disc because it, it's it's a game where only one person needs to own the game, yes. either digitally or physically, and you can, as a second player, can download the free trial and play it with them. The only mm-hmm. downside to that is that you don't get any achievements popped. So, this is like one of the first games, or maybe the only one that I've played all the way through, not a single achievement. <laughs> but it's just like yeah, he was um achievement hunting and I helped him do that. I was like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. They're not popping. So I was top of the leaderboard last month, anyway. So um. yeah, you you haven't got to worry about your gamer <laughs> yeah. score at all, have you? <laughs> not at all. Um, but it's a game by Hazelight Studios. Yes. Um, published by EA for um, no profit on EA's part. So if you're like, oh, screw EA. A, shut up, and B, they're not profiting me anyway, so don't mm. worry. They're getting a lot of mind share from it, so I guess that's it. And that's how they're profiting, just um, yeah. for being the good guys. Good good PR. Um, but it is a game from the strange but brilliant mind of Joseph Fares, who was mm. um, the luminary... <laughs> Behind Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, a game that yes. I personally really enjoyed. Yeah, it's a fantastic um, game. Yeah. Um, if you haven't played it, 
please play it. Um, I think it's been remastered now, so mm-hmm. no excuse. Um, but the way it did co- co-op um, from one person's kind of standpoint, because you just control two characters with two different joysticks on the same pad, that was really novel. Um, really interesting central mechanic. And it's the same for uh, A Way Out. It's definitely built around a central mechanic, and this is seamless co-op. Um, you and player two, you can both be doing things at the same time, not necessarily in the same places, um, and they just play out seamlessly. There can be... It's basically... The whole story is breaking out of prison, and one of you can be, like, uh, just getting introduced into prison and uh, getting hosed down and checked over etc etc whilst the other one can be in a completely different part of the prison and just chatting with all the inmates and stuff like that so but it, it just works together seamlessly and you'll always come come um come together at the same path um at the right time am i right in thinking that the two protagonists are brothers no they're not they're not okay no. Okay, they're just. Buddies I thought they were who've... before I started, but they're not. Yeah, I don't know what what gave me that impression. Maybe just because uh, he'd made the game I Brothers. Th- yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think one of the actors is his brother as well. Oh really? Who goes to Forrest's brother, doing like the motion <laughs> capture and the face. To be fair, one of the characters does look like him. Yeah. So yeah. if it was his brother, then that I kind think of, that's yeah, that makes the sense. That makes sense. Misconception came from, but um. Yeah, it's it, it it works really well and it's very cinematic in that sense and I think that those cinematics work really well and how even though you're mostly concentrating on your screen you can also look at your co-op partner's screen because it's um split down the middle. Um and Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. you're always seeing what they're doing as well. Um most of the time. Sometimes if there's okay. like a cut scene and it's focused around a certain character um, the other half of the screen will disappear and it'll be mm-hmm. focused on that particular character, uh, player's yep. character. But most of the time, um, yeah, you can see what they're up to, what they're doing. Um, and it, it, it just works really well, f- far better than I ever thought it would. And yeah. I think that's a testament to whatever technologi- technological feats that they pulled off and... You know, just just the kind of vision and the um, intelligence and insight to actually try this because no one's actually tried it before. Mm. And there's a lot of um, different. Basically, only only like the first third of the game is focused on escaping out of prison, and there's puzzle solving to it, and there's um, there's, they throw in a lot of new and different mechanics around certain circumstances, like. Okay. Um, like white river rafting, like a car chase, like a shootout. There's a lot of different mechanics at play, and none of them are fantastic, but they all they're all competent and they all work well. And when you think mm. of a game like um, What Remains of Edith Finch, that for every story there was like a different mechanic, and yeah. it's like yeah. that takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication to get all these different mechanics put into your game and have them working. Um, uh, although there is one that is pretty particularly bad and should have been cut, and that's a 
little <laughs> basketball sim in in the middle of it. It's awful. Um, but you know, <laughs> EA and basketball have never got on that too <laughs> That's well true. in That's recent very years. True. So it's not surprising. But um, but yeah, otherwise, it, you know, very competently uh, made mechanics. The, the part where this game falls down for me is the story and the characters, which is probably not what I would have thought when I after you know playing Brothers and knowing that this is made by the same person who mm. uh, made that game. The characters, are, they're a bit. They're a bit corny. They're a bit yeah, cliche, stereo, stereotypical. Yeah, and that they're not particularly interesting. It's like I don't think it does a very good job of world building. It's like you can interact with NPCs, and but it's like I, I just didn't want to. I had no compelling reason to do so because. Mm. You're you're thrown into these characters. They're just in prison. You have no backstory on them. That obviously gets developed throughout. But at that time, when you're discussing something with an NPC, you know you're going to break out with prison. And this is just an NPC for the sake of being there, for the sake of exposition. Yeah. And it's like it, you can engage in dialogue. There's usually two choices. Depends if you want to be an asshole or not. Usually, but it's like I I don't I didn't really care what anyone had to say. And I, because it's like I'm I'm never gonna see this character again and the world itself is not that interesting anyway, so I didn't feel mm. compelled to do that. It's it's an interesting point because this is a I don't know where it falls on the spectrum of, you know, like triple A development or I don't know how big Hazel Lights are or how much money mm. EA has, has kind of put into this. Uh but it's it's you know, it's third person action game, I suppose, isn't it? Um, yeah, which which looks which looks quite good. Yeah, it, uh, I think they did a really good job in terms of the visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you put that in comparison to Minute in terms of the world and the the NPCs, the supporting characters, and in Minute you might encounter you know a character once, and all they do is they'll give you one line of dialogue. That's it. They'll give you one line of exposition uh, after you've sort of you've found them or something like that, and that's all you need. You might then get another line when you you meet them a second time, but that is all you need. You don't need anything else. But they have character, they have personality. Yeah, that that's not the case as much in a way. Else. It's usually just a pointless conversation that doesn't really move the story along or flesh out the characters necessarily mm. um, every now and then it sort of like the first three quarters of the game is told via a flashback let's say um, the two characters, two main characters are just reminiscing on past events um, on their way to complete a job um, and, com- and it's basically a revenge story and they're just mm. on route to uh, get to that person. They're just retelling what basically happened, and that fleshes out the story a bit more. But it, it, it's just—it just wasn't that interesting to me, the story. And um, yeah, and for someone who Joseph Forrest, who isn't a fan of the Oscars, 
I tell you, <laughs> no, he, not he, at he, all. He's not. He may not be a fan of the Oscars, but I tell you, he is a fan of pop culture and films because this game is just littered with it, and it's not even for me much of a. There's a very fine line between an homage and just a complete riffing on something else. Mm. And uh, when I was playing through it with uh, good old Fixer himself, I was basically preemptively like just foretelling what was going to happen next. I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be like from that film. This is going to be like from this film. And there's about, like, I could count on two hands the number of, like, obvious on-the-nose kind yeah. of references to these films. It's like, oh, that's going to be like the Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, that's going to be like Scarface. Oh, that's going to be like this. That's going to be like that. And for a game or even just a story and media in general, to be able mm-hmm. to completely tell what's going to be around the next corner, it's just... I was just like, this is... that you, you, can, you, can you can pay homage to something you know, and take inspiration from things without having it so on the nose. And this game just doesn't... It just crosses the line completely. Oh, that's a know? shame. Mm, it's it's not great, you know? It's no, just like... I expect that. It just pulls you out of everything. Yeah. You know, when you when it's so easily telegraphed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's a game that Adel and I had been speaking about, you know... It, playing i i didn't realize it was going to be released when it was going to be released you know mm, we thought mm. that whenever it came out that we'd probably you know split a copy and just just both play it um but unfortunately it was in canada when it came out because we didn't actually look that much into it yeah but it was definitely from the kind of like the trailers and from joseph Farah's, you know from his appearances and stuff at the game awards and, and you know, the things that he kind of said about the game and stuff, or just about the industry and things. Mm. Uh, it was one of those that we were we were kind of looking forward to, yeah. definitely. So to hear that it's maybe not got as much depth as mm. you know you would expect, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is a bit of a shame. But yeah, it it's I, I very much like the central mechanic and what it's trying to do, and it works seamlessly in that respect. Technically, it's sound. It's just yeah. everything else just falls flat for me. Oh. And for for a game like Brothers that had such an emotional gut punch at the end, yes, this has nothing of the sorts. I, I mean, I mean, I, I could also say it's because I was playing with a friend, and it's like when you're playing with a friend, you're probably not going to get the emotional resonance of something as much as if you were playing on your own. At least, yeah, not, perhaps not for me, um, because you know you're just joking around and you know doing stupid things. Mm. And you, you just wouldn't get that from I, me personally. I just wouldn't get that from a co-op game like games like I don't know, uh, Brothers or The Last of Us that has that have emotional resonance for me. Mm. I experience those alone, yes. and that's probably why. Yeah, don't take it you quite know? as seriously. Mm, yeah, exactly. And so towards the end. I'm just like I'm. I'm not feeling this. It's trying to be all sad, you know, <laughs> very, uh, very evocative music, and it's like I'm not feeling this. This is just dumb. Just get it over with. <laughs> and it's a shame, you know, especially considering the um, caliber of you know Joseph Forrest and you know, I mean, he's only put out one game that I know of, but for a game that was so astounding in terms of 
emotion, you expect more. You yeah. do. I imagine from the scale of Brothers to the scale of this that they have ramped up yeah. in size massively. Yeah. Um, so, it, 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 you know, it could be part of that, just teething problems of having so many, you know, new people, or what we are supposing mm-hmm. are so many new people yeah. uh, come on. You know, Brothers, from the scale of it, looks like it, could have been a very very small team whereas mm, a way out sure. looks like it's it's got to be a you know a really big team i don't think they're a massive team maybe no? there's like you know 30 people maybe i was gonna yeah i was gonna say maybe 30 yeah. or 40 or something like that yeah. but which is I, of course bigger than yeah your, your average indie studio nowadays you know yeah so, yeah mm. i'm trying the, the, the i suppose it's difficult we're equating kind of like quality and stuff with the the, the size, size or yeah. the size of a team which which we shouldn't do minute mm-hmm. you know shows us that we shouldn't be doing that but also something like hellblade from ninja mm. theory which is a really small team it's like what less than 20 people something like mm, that yeah and that's absolutely fantastic my favorite game from last year so you know we can't equate kind of size to quality or an expectation no, yeah. of quality yeah. i suppose that's true uh, that's very yeah. true yeah um, it may be that yeah. this you know maybe not a way out too but that something takes this idea and is yeah. you know a lot more polished uh they've thought about things you know maybe there are mechanics that yeah, they've they've uh, cut because they don't need mm, them and stuff yeah. like that there's a bit more qa done perhaps i'd, stuff, I'd so. say this game is very polished it is it, it, it does have the standard of like a double a game Mm. You know, there's there's no bugs that I encounter apart from the terrible basketball game. There's there's no bugs or you know <laughs> drops in frame rate or anything. Yeah, it works yeah. seamlessly, and I think on a technical level, it's really good. But as we all know, games just aren't about the technical level. It's about how interesting is the story, the characters, the gameplay, everything else. Mm, so mm. yeah. But I'd, I'd definitely tell people to check it out. It's only about four hours long. Really? And if only one person has to buy it, it's about £25. Split that between two. Yeah, it's yeah, a, that's not bad at all. It's a good experience, and it's it's mm. a novel experience. It's something that I've never... You know, I don't play many co-op games, obviously, anyway, but it's something that I've never seen done before. That kind of seamless transition between cutscenes and um, two-character screens and having to help each other out in different parts of the uh environment um yeah it's 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 a really interesting game it's what it's a game that i'll remember playing this year some games that it's like i play and then just lukewarm i forget playing this is a game that i'm going to remember playing just f- because of that central mechanic yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. and how corny it is at times <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah i do recommend it i, I re- it's like one of those games like is it called Beyond Two Souls? The uh, David Cage oh, the one? The David Cage, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was. it's like one of those games that this is just lukewarm as hell and it's just like, it's not bad. Some parts are bad, actually, but it's like, it's not great. But it's like, yeah, you should maybe experience that just to see what, maybe what's in that person's mind. <laughs> not only just that, it's just, it's kind of interesting, kind of weird and novel, you know? It's yeah, and occasionally it's always good to play a bad game as well. Mm. Yeah. Just to uh, people know, just play to, PUBG to gauge your scale, yeah. you know. Yeah. We we're constantly <laughs> playing ten out of ten games. Mm. Where can they go? 
uh, you know you kind of need to limit your expectations a little bit yeah. essentially my job as an architect is to limit people's expectations but i rarely do so like myself uh you know i rarely play bad games i'm kind of playing games that are you know like minute which have mm-hmm. been kind of you know i think destructoid gave it like a perfect score and oh, did they? Right. yeah 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 it's got high praise or you know games that you kind of you know uh going mm. into them are going to be very good you know like god of war the the reviews oh, for god of god. war are coming out Reviews. On something. Let's so say the reviews from press are coming out on like the twelfth. Oh, I the game so doesn't release until already. like the twentieth. No, not quite. Well, you know, you know they're confident. You know it's going to be like a ten out of ten. Exactly, like, exactly. They're <laughs> confident. Yeah, they're absolutely confident. It's like when Horizon um, came out like three weeks before it was out. Like, yeah, we're confident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. We know. Yes. We'll yeah. be on holiday when people are just playing it. You know, starting to play. Yeah, just it. as we they know. start. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we'll take a couple of days off. Yeah. And then we'll get back into bug fixing mm. and all of those things that yeah. you know, the larger community encounter. Um, but I suppose to to finish, speaking of PlayStation exclusives, Spider-Man, mate. Spider-Man? It is this year. No, it's or at least, delayed, or at, least, <laughs> at least the reveal date is for this year, for the 7th of September. Yes. Well, well, I'm nodding my head and smiling, just just humouring him. <laughs> Spider-Man will be out this year, okay. <laughs> just like uh, God of War and Horizon and Uncharted and... Not pushed at all. Order and Drive Club and Dreams and... Days Gone. Days Gone. You'd like to think Detroit. that we've, yeah, we've, we've spoken about it before where we thought that Sony were being cautious mm. with their dates so they're not yeah. seen as pushing stuff. So at least internally mm. they have you know a date and maybe Spider-Man's date was June. Yeah. And they've gone, actually, mm-hmm. let's push this. Yeah, I, I, It's, it's going to be then, I so do, now do, let's give yeah, a date. I do think it will come out this year. I'm just saying, if it's delayed, I won't... I will not be surprised in the slightest. Mm, in mm. the slightest. But, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to that. It's going to be an amazing year for... Not only just PlayStation, you got, like, Red Dead as well coming out. And Shaq yeah, Fu. Shaq Fu, definitely. That's, <laughs> I that's don't even why think I it's, think... like, unironic that they're putting that. I think they really think that people want this. <laughs> Everyone loves a remaster. Uh, I think it was like Bubsy. It's like nobody actually God. wants this, but are we going to try and be ironic or? But it's I'm almost like sure what, what's it? Um, not Banjo Kazooie. The other one, Ukulele. the new one, Ukulele. Mm. It's kind of hey, here's a new IP which riffs off of you know. It's not a remaster, but mm. it's probably you know pretty much just a remaster. Yeah, but Banjo Kazooie was good. Bubsy. <laughs> And Shaq Fu were never good. So, That's true. Yes. <laughs> There's a bit of a yeah. difference there. There is a slight difference. Yeah. Oh, God of War. I just want God of War. That's all I We've only got, you've only got two weeks to wait. It's so long, because I don't want to play anything now. <laughs> I just want to play that. <laughs> I just want to play that. Um, I've, I've got another game. Well. You've booked time off. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> nice. I work for myself, so I can just 
have All the day right. off. Yeah, whatever. What game were you hey. <laughs> Um So I've I've started Red Strings Club. Oh. Oh, which you've spoken about before. Mm-hmm. I like the intrigue. I like the bar mechanics of making drinks. Uh, I'm not that far through, so I'll probably be talking about this next week. But mm-hmm. I hate pottery. I don't like the pottery. Oh, when I actually figured out what was going on, I'm like, this is very therapeutic. Really? Yeah. Don't You've got to be so precise. Again. You won't have to do it again. That's fine. It's it's literally the first third of the game. You do it, and then you never see bit it again. Of, yeah, just uses a bit of exposition and then gone. Mm. Yeah, like that's it. fine. I like it. Therapy. Yeah. Stuff. And then you can mess with everybody's bodies and give them the wrong kind of chipset or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is essentially what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I want more friends on Twitter. I'm just like, no. <laughs> Stop being so shallow. Go out, I just gave everybody. I just gave everybody. What it? Um, is it better sex appeal or something like that? <laughs> whatever yeah, that one is. I just gave everybody that. Like, yeah, yeah that well, work. Better sex appeal. Yeah. People love it. Interesting social experiment that you were trying to do, though. <laughs> That's the, it. That's exactly what I was trying psyche, to do. Inside of your psyche, just from that statement. It, it, within the confines of the game, trying to explore the human psyche, I was further delving into it by, you know, limiting my range of data, <laughs> I suppose. Mm-hmm. Becoming yeah. focused on just sex appeal. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'll yeah. probably speak about it a bit more next week. Because... In- initials, thoughts on the story? Vigani? So far. Interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. You like the world touches that on some, to yeah, yeah, definitely touches on some really cool topics, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I suppose this must be set in, you know, not the far flung future, but at least the future which is out of reach currently. But talks about a lot of topics which are, you know, on the nose mm-hmm. for for now. Uh, you know, as other games that we've been been talking about, you know, that have come out and have hit hit the nail on the head. Uh, like Wolfenstein 2 and stuff you mm-hmm. know for kind of yeah. like the current the current climate this is a little bit more removed than maybe Wolfenstein is you know yeah, talking it, about it, things like um just, implants yeah. and uh, you know like uh, cybernetics and stuff like that but it's basically dystopia if the world was run by massive conglomerate or corporate companies and yeah what that could mean and what does it mean to be like completely I don't know like independent of oneself and one's opinions and <laughs> one's own body because as you say yes. it talks about cyber it's basically deus ex in 2D mm. form yeah 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 sort of without a lot of the sort of the stealth or kind of action scenes mm-hmm. you're doing yeah. you're doing sort of other a narrative other things yeah a narrative <laughs> experience of that exactly mm. exactly that but yeah, I'm I'm definitely digging the um definitely digging the world and the story that it's it's kind of putting across so far and the you know, the, the message and the themes that it's that it's hitting on. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. I just mm-hmm. hate pottery. <laughs> but then so, next week when I talk about it, once yeah. I've you know, possibly yeah. finished it, if that doesn't come back up again I won't have to mention it at all. Mm. So so what are your thoughts on ghost? The film. Yes. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> what would you Jesus. rate? Jesus. What would you rate the uh, good old clay scene out of? 
uh, what would I rate it? I'd probably give it a, a five out of seven, more than likely. Um, well, that's an interesting score. <laughs> mm. Or I don't know, a Demi three out of sixty-seven. Out of sixty-five, would you give them? Oh, Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze out of sixty-five as a mm. couple or individually? Throw Whoopi Goldberg in there, and as a trio. Oh, out of sixty-five, definitely sixty-five. Yeah, they do nail. Whoopi. They do yeah. nail it. Whoopi's like, like but, a good sixty-four. I mean, Whoopi's yeah, exactly. Whoopi's sixty-four by herself, isn't she? Really? But yeah. remember that dinosaur but, film that she was in? No. <laughs> okay, this is a bit of research after the podcast. Well, we're about to yeah. jump into another beer, probably, and looking at Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> things that yeah. we're not going to discuss here. Uh, let's talk about beers. Out of the two that you had, the Brew by mm. Numbers Whit Beer and the Double IPA, which one uh, was was mm. preferred this evening? Oh, I might have to cheat again this week because um, I, 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 put, I put the um, the Double IPA, the Great Double IPA, out of out of reach because it's like this is going to go down way too quickly. Okay, if I keep drinking it because it's so light. I mean. Mm. It, but you're still getting that nice alcohol warming feeling at the end, getting all those tropical fruit flavors, and it's still just light enough from the hoppiness and the carbonation just to keep drinking. Um, the wheat, the whip beer, classic, you know, classical whip beer, slightly s- salty, bitter end, um, balanced by nice creamy mouthfeel and a bit of fruit at the start. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go for the grape IPA. Okay. Uh, double IPA. Just because this is what... If wine tasted like this, I'd actually drink wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd drink wine. I'd be a, I'd be on the wine gums every day if, yeah. if wine tasted like this. So, yeah, just for, you know, blurring the lines between a wine and a beer, just having that m- nice bit of carbonation to keep it, you know, from mm. being too heavy. Oh, it's a good beer. They're both nice. very good beers, but I think yeah, the fifty-five oh seven from Brew by Numbers. It's my good. tip for this week. Cool. Um, I'm not picking the Brew by Numbers. <gasps> I'm going for the Gypsy Hill Roma, uh, the mm. Session IPA. Just a just a great beer. Really good. Uh, really light. Had that bitterness all the way through the flavour. Whilst it did what it wanted to do, really, it's a session IPA. It is, it is really sessionable. Mm. Um, I would have very happily had uh, another one straight afterwards, and I could see myself drinking that all day. The Brew by Numbers, whilst it's well balanced, it's obviously a well crafted beer. It just didn't do enough for me. I think um, it's kind of, it's fine. It's fine. That's yeah, exactly yeah, the, yeah. the way to describe it. It's fine. Absolutely. That's exactly my thoughts on the number one, at least. Mm. 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 Yeah, I don't really have much more to say about the, the, the double dry hot pale ale. Mm. Um, it was fine. Yeah. Gave some <laughs> things, well balanced. That was about it. Um, but like I say, yeah, the, the Gypsy Hill Roma, um, I could drink all day. There was a nice, a nice level of flavour coming through that. But I am a sucker for bitterness. Definitely. Oh God, Even yeah. in my mm. session IPAs, that's that is what I want. Yeah. And they've they've put that bitterness throughout the flavour of this beer really well, whilst being able to bring in other things. You know, it's not just a bitter beer. Mm-hmm. There are other 
flavors going on in there as well a little bit of a little bit of fruit a little bit of citrus going on it's a piney piney beer mm. um but yeah yeah very good very well made the roma i'm trying to i'm saying it I'm trying to say it as it, it's roma as yeah, in you're gonna, roaming around yeah. not uh, i was going to say that earlier it's not like um the football team no, no, not the yeah. Italian name for Rome. Yeah. Or well, that would the, make more sense. Yeah, rather than or the, or, yes, <laughs> or the people, or the people, the Roma. Neither of those. It's about roaming. wandering around yeah. and roaming, I suppose. Cause, cause Hence the cool guy on the real. beach. Gypsy Roma. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. All matches up. It does. It does. So. A little bit of a difference in the beers that we've enjoyed this evening. Mm. But that's good. If you want to talk about us, talk to us about beers. Talk to us. Talk to us about beers. What am I trying to say? If you want to talk to us about beers, I think you can do so. That is the one. You can do so in lots of different ways. You can go to at tankedup underscore cast or tankedupcast at gmail dot com. We no longer have... Actually, that's not a lie. That's a lie. We still have a facebook page we're just not using it we're going to be using the out of lives facebook page for you know beer posts the occasional thing we see in you know the, the guardian or the metro or something like that we'll, we'll re- repost it in facebook and chat about it get a wider audience so uh, everyone go to the out of lives facebook page and like that so you can chat to us about beers if people want to chat to you lucy about beers or how much they enjoyed a way out. How do they do that? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Tanked Up Lucy. Yeah, just rap to me about some indie games, co-op games, multiplayer games. If you're feeling brave, yeah, just hit me up on there or Juicy Loose on Untapped, Juicy Loose Nine on Xbox and PlayStation. Nice. I am at Nova underscore forty seven on Steam, PlayStation, Twitter. You can get me on those things, and you know, maybe not play co op games of a certain non narrative, well done nature. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, how that's... I'd explain away. That was a terrible, <laughs> a terrible way of explaining. Um, elevate it. a pitch. Yeah. <laughs> well done. You've just got a grant from EA to publish your game. Well done. Brilliant. Well, it worked for fucking Yanni, didn't it? So, um... oh, Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Yanni's great. I can't wait for Unravel 2. I tell you, when that's announced at E3, I'll be shouting the roof off. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> You think I'm less than human now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. The only person that liked Unraveled. You lot do not have a soul. (laughs) That's all it is. (laughs) You don't have a soul. And you don't like good traditional puzzle platforming. Mm, Yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, let's shoot some stormtroopers in the face instead. (laughs) <laughs> it's all about killing Nazis. Yeah. Fuck all the other games. It's all about killing Nazis. <laughs> yeah. um, so imagine we'll, we'll... if that was in Yarny too. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that'd be a bit of a different game. You don't you don't shoot them so much as grapple hook them and then yeah. smash them in the face with Grote your, your balled up yarn, yarn yeah. fist. 
a different direction that game would have taken. Um, so I'm going to sign off this week as I've previously signed off. Even though we haven't talked about Wolfenstein 2. It's more than fine to punch a Nazi. Bye. Bye. <laughs>